film fans to a bonus episode of Quality Check. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me as always, Drew Douglas. In this short episode, we are doing pop culture pickums for February, where we are diving into three things specifically for Drew and I that we are looking forward to the most. These are things that are coming out or happening in the month of February that we're most excited for. They're not all movies. We've got a mixed bag in here. Let's not delay this party any longer. We will not be talking about any specific movie and diving into it, but rather just covering the basis on what it is we're excited for, and why. So, Drew, why don't you kick it off and say, for your third most anticipated thing that will be coming out or happening in the month of February. Happy Death Day to Do you. you. So you will be going on opening night. Do you have your tickets? I don't. They're not on sale yet. But will it, the first day, will you end up buying your tickets? It's up in the air. Valentine's Day. That's Valentine's, right? Yeah, it's a good V-Day little movie to go to. That'll be a great double feature to see the first film and then that movie the I'm same s- night. I'm so excited to rewatch the first one. Do you think you'll literally watch rewatch the first movie the night that it comes out and then you'll go directly to the theater after that? I can't do that because I have a job. Oh. So no. I'm going to take that day off and do that. It's the only movie on my list. That's I'm actually pretty excited. I was guessing because I had three things that I guessed earlier. And the one of the three, you're like, nope, that's not it. And I was guessing, I didn't want to tell you, but... And you told me that it would not be a surprise. And that's what I figured it'd be. Because I've got one on my list that is not a surprise to you. What is it? That's not coming up next. Oh. But I've got to say, yeah, I know. It would have been great if, if it was. My third pick... Is actually something we will be covering next week. Velvet Buzzsaw. This here's the reason. So this Netflix film that is Jake Gyllenhaal's new joint with Dan Dan Gilroy. So they're reteaming after Nightcrawler. This movie I'm so excited because the trailer dropped. Had no idea this movie was in the works, and this looks so much. It reminds me a lot of the Stephen King novel Duma Key. Duma Key. And that was a really... You haven't read that or listened to the audio. I haven't, right? but I do have the audiobook. That's really good. Slattery, your your boy Slattery from Mad Men. He Ch- is the voice of it. I can't wait. It's really good. It's a uh, long book. Well, I was going to say for Velvet, too. Um, that was almost my numero three. Doesn't it look insane? I can't wait. It, it looks like a lot of fun. You just need to say two words. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I thought you were going to say Velvet Buzzsaw. No. But the reviews are pretty high right now, so I'm excited to see how that pans out. So, Drew, what about your numero dos? Uh, number two is something I'm not necessarily huge on, but I think this year could be a train wreck. Oh. I'm ex- <laughs> and I'm super excited. It's the Oscars. <laughs> it's going, I honestly have a bad feeling that there's, it's just going to be all over the place. There's no host. No host. The the, the nominees are so bizarre to me. Did, did you hear that they're getting all the Avengers actors and actresses to host in between? That's their plan. Seriously? No, I'm joking. Oh. I have no idea. But that's what they're going to do. The, yeah. Maybe not Avengers, but just like random people. Who can we get? 
I'm I'm nervous, but at the same time, I'm excited to see how it all pans out the night of. The, no the, host, the nominees. The no host thing is interesting to me. Um, this is the first time in, what, 12 years this has happened? Yeah, and I think they said the last time this happened, it was uh, just a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> but isn't it always? So the, well, at least as far as like what happened. Not hosting-wise, like, yeah. La- last year, though, that was pretty bad. I'm just really intrigued by these nominees, especially Best That's Picture, crazy. where... There's two or three you could argue, what what's this being nominated for? There's several that have been left off. And I'm working my way through all eight all movies. I've seen four of the eight. And I re- there's a couple that I need to see still that I... Green Book. I really don't want to see. The Favorite. Are you actually... Do you want to see The Favorite? Or not really? Of the four I have to see, that's probably near the top. But then, like, I, I don't care about Roma. Ooh. Sorry, and I don't care about Green Book. Green Book. I saw that recently. That was you loved late it. at night. I, I would. Yeah, actually, I think we can talk about it a little bit. I liked it more than I expected. Either. I can assure you, we'll never talk about that on this Ooh, show. This is it at great length. <laughs> I love is it? Um, is it as funny as Dumb and Dumber? I would say that it's funnier. <laughs> no, there's there are moments in it that had me laughing more than what I expected, and. Vigo and Ollie do a good job with the whole buddy comedy for the road trip, road trip comedy. And who like do you I think told you, is better? Who in in acting in that? Uh, Ollie, I'd say. I liked Ollie. Vigo was good. Was Vigo nominated for a Best Actor? No. Best Supporting? No. Ollie was. He's no, the no, only no, one. no. He was. He was nominated. Vigo. Vigo ended up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Vigo was for actor. Ollie was for supporting actor. And Ollie is supporting? Yep. I feel like I'm nominated. I haven't read, looked at anything other than Best Picture. And BP. And Best got, Director. Which is so crazy. It's just, this is like the follow-up to Dumb and Dumber that we've... This is my... We the, the nominees for Best Picture are so varied and so wild that I feel like a movie like A Star is Born is going to slip in and win. I honestly agree with you 100%. I really, of all the movies, that could be what fits like the bill of a best picture in terms of what the Academy. Well, remember, they don't, they don't just pick one movie. They basically like rank them. So they say like a movie that places second, third, fourth place is is what's going to win. I feel like A Star is Born is going to be not a lot of people's top movie, but it'll be close enough to get enough to I don't know earn that uh that I that I, if I had to bet money it would be A Star is Born. I just can't wait whenever Clint Eastwood walks up and accepts the award and he's like, "Thank you Bradley Cooper, but this is mine." You think it's odd that Cooper didn't wasn't nominated for best director? Oh, yeah. That's that's a little strange. Don't you find that to be a little weird? A little weird. Do you, I, I, you know, another, uh, I would put money down on Spike Lee. Yeah. I think this is his year. It's, for a, best it's a culmination of all his work. Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good way of seeing it. So mainly, I mean, they would probably going to give it to him just for Old Boy alone. Yeah. Did you like that? His remake of Old Boy? I watched it a couple weeks ago again because I've been, I watched He Got Game and then Old Boy again. I'm kind of, Rewatching a lot of his movies, and it's okay. I don't. A lot of people really hate that movie, and I know it offers absolutely nothing new oh. in terms of a remake. Um, but I like, I like some of it. 
I mean, Spike Lee doesn't so, even like it. He took he did, he wanted the a Spike Lee joint taken off. It's just a Spike Lee film. So, what makes it a joint versus a film? Has he ever said? I've always they, been curious. They they ha- they hacked it up, and he was just like, "This isn't really the movie that I wanted." I I think there are some takeaways, but they totally modernized it. I feel like they took what made the original film, the foreign film, great, and then they just turned it into the American version with Brolin. Did you like Brolin in it? I thought he was good. Yeah, he's all right. I I thought I thought he was good. I my favorite was by far that long tracking shot of the fight scene uh, toward the end. I think that was the final fight scene. It's it's about an hour into it, and that's a scene where they yeah. actually cut in the middle of it because that yeah. would Sony or whoever was in charge. I think it was Sony. They Ooh. they uh they actually cut that single take down. I think it should be Sony's slogan should be no surprise Sony. The movie's like an hour and 45 minutes. I think the original cut was like three hours. I legit was rewatching Baby Driver recently and the Sony logo came up. I thought, man, I totally forgot that they were involved in this. They leave me befuddled a lot because they do every once in a while they'll do something great. And then they, they just... They do something like Venom, and you're like, I don't understand who. <laughs> There's how do you go? How do you go from Into the Spider Verse to Venom, or you know, it's vice versa or, yeah. timelines? But I don't get it. And then there's we've got movies that'll pop up like Dark Tower, and like, what happened, Sony? You know what? I I still haven't gone back to rewatch Dark Tower, but I watched Serenity recently, or a couple Did days it make ago. You think of it, and I was like. Uh, I was thinking I, I kind of want to watch Mud again, and I'm like, what oh, other McConaughey yeah. movies do have I not seen in a while? And I I actually bought The Dark Tower. And I've never rewatched it. I've only you seen bought it, it. Yeah, I've only seen it that one time that we all saw in theaters. I'd like to. Return I didn't to that. hate it. I yeah, I'm the same. I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. It was like right there at the bottom. I need to start those King books too. There's several that oh, I need good. to. Uh, I finished Elevation. We don't have to get into that, but I recommended you you to, go to, and listen. to listen or Is read that sh- short like two hour two and a half hour right let's yeah see. the audiobook's maybe two hours it's like 123 pages so it's quick two words from me what loves that what is your number two my number two let's move on to that this is going to be the no surprise for you cold pursuit oh my gosh i forgot about that yep. movie i am ready for some b movie action just shoot them up run them off the road I'm ready to see Liam Neeson take his little snow truck, his snow plow, and just start driving that right through the mob. Do you remember when Liam said, I can't remember what movie it was. It was like maybe that that was his final action movie. Yeah. And now he's like, nah, I'm not done yet. I can't. I can't hang it up. I, you know what? I'm all in on Cold Pursuit, too. He, he came out during the... And did you see The Commuter, by the way? Oh, yeah. I loved it. He, and I know it's speaking of Stephen King, he was raving about it, but that was the movie. Stephen King loved it? He loved it. Interesting. He, uh, for Liam Neeson during The Commuter, it's like, I'm only doing like deep psychological films, but hey, I'm in for Cold Pursuit. Just give me that B action. I I don't even care if it's B action. I don't consider that B action. I I consider it a masterpiece. Yeah, that's. I am being completely serious when I say I cannot wait for this movie. I'm, I am too. That's that's why I'm my number two. Totally forgot about it. And it's funny that we've got two movies for me, and that's it. My my uh, top is not a movie, but okay. those are it. And but Velvet, I feel like Velvet and then Cold Pursuit follow in line with 
They're they're not considered your big blockbuster, but I'm just pumped for them. Velvet seems very B movie to me. Yeah. It's, it screams like just like late night cheapo horror or like an X-Files episode or something. True. That's what it feels true. like to me. Yeah, but I can't wait. I, I can't either. I'm not going to argue with you. So Steve, And it gives us an excuse to rewatch Nightcrawler. Hint, hint. Ooh. So what's your number one? Your most anticipated pop culture pick for February. You know this and you're not up. You haven't gotten up to where not, I am. Not up to speed. But I keep talking to you about it and it's... The final four episodes of season three of True Detective. True Dean. I'm all in. I love it. I, well, we so we ended up watching the first two in the theater. We went to this special screening. I really liked it. And what stinks is where where I'm leasing at my apartment, the management is actually getting rid of the uh, cable subscription. And so I will be without any cable soon. And right now, I don't have HBO. And I once had HBO. So I'm a little angry about that. You're missing out on a good season. I, I think. need to jump in. It's got me obsessed like I was with season one. So is it as good at this point as season one or better? I don't know where season one was at this point. It's been a long time. So season one, this is episode four, right? They j- Yes. So episodes five, six, seven, eight are this month, um, February. I'm pretty sure episode four in season one was that long tracking shot, the long take, the six minute. What's interesting is episode four of this season ends on an action beat, a a chase sequence. So it almost is like a mirror of the first season. Kind of. And there's already connections to season one if you pay attention to little Easter eggs. And I'm wondering if they're going to pull a split at the end of of, the this season, and it's going to be revealed. There's going to be more of a connection than what they've already hinted. And McConaughey and Harrelson are brought back to somehow. all these characters. So it's assumed that season two, these characters are all in the same universe. I love that. So yeah, hands down, I'm I'm downloading podcasts. I'm Ooh. reading theories. I'm all in. I love it. So here's something that I'm all in for. This is my number one. I legit think this will make you rip the microphone from the computer. And scream because I know this show has. I don't think it's made you angry, but you're just like, I don't get it. You're out. Can you guess what it is? It's coming back this uh, month. Well, the month of February. Well, I was going to say Game of Thrones, but that's April. No, that's April. Um, it's The Walking Dead. Oh gosh. Yeah, and the reason being that's is still on. It is. I now, know it's still on. Now here's here's the thing. Uh, the I don't know how much you know, but one interesting element that I I'm saw excited some about. promo with the whispers. Or that's it. That's and it the looks reason why. really. It looks creepy. creepy. Yeah, and that's. I honestly think that this is the creepiest that the show has been in a long time. It's mysterious. Uh, this group, the whispers. I don't want to reveal. Who's anything. the lead on this show now that Andrew Lincoln's gone? Um, is there it's one? Re- they really haven't settled on one, but Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl, he's kind of, he's not taking over, but apparently he's making a million dollars an episode. I just this. can't imagine him being the lead of the show. It's He now, would be the reason that I watch it, is what I'm saying. Because remember, I right, watched, right. what season are they on now? Nine and a half. Okay, so They're I watched halfway through nine. six seasons, I think. I, I you think, stopped at Negan. I stopped at Negan, and I watched the premiere where he. Well, I found out who died. So, and then I was like, "Man, nah, I'm done." So, what was the reason why you dropped out? I'm curious. I mean, I was thought it? it was bad for most of the run that I watched it. There, there have been a lot of ups and downs, and it's it I mean, can be frustrating. I like the 
the Frank Darabont stuff. For, and yeah. That early stuff. And so, I know, but even that stuff was slow at times. And so and repetitive. It is returning to Frank, but I'm really curious. I'm, Wait, I'm what excited. about Frank? Well, it's returning this style to what Frank oh, did. I thought he was kind no, of like not, came back. No, no, no. He's involved with this crazy legal, like this he, lawsuit. He says he didn't AMC. get paid or something. Yeah, some, something along the lines of that. He but, needs to go work on a new Stephen King adaptation. I love it. He's trying to get get those uh, royalties from Walking Dead. But yeah, this uh, it's it's a threat, and it's also the mystery of how they're going to progress the the government, the story, that element. I'm really interested to see how do you. How do you continue? So, isn't it fun that we both pick TV shows as the number one? Yeah, and honestly, True Detective would be on my list, but I need to get caught up on the last two episodes. But that's what we—that's what we're going with. Do you? Last question: Do you think that you'll ever jump back into The Walking Dead again, or is it you're just done? I'm not fond of missing stuff, so that w- I would have to go back and watch three seasons. I don't think I could do that. And if you're up to the and so the other thing I've talked to a few others about the writing and the overall story and progression has improved greatly from the point you dropped out. Who's the showrunner? Angela Kang. She stepped up. She's when been did there Scott Gimple leave? No. So here's a crazy thing. Gimple is technically the it's like chief officer content or content officer something like that. So he's over everyone. Now. Is he working on the movies? Yeah, so he's working on the Andrew Lincoln films, and I don't. I bet those never happen. I'm honestly worried. I, I'm I'm very nervous about those. I can tell you, I'm honestly not worried. You're not because you just won't watch them. I do like Andrew Lincoln though. I do. I think Andrew Lincoln's fantastic. The and what you missed out on some of the best bits of the show involved Andrew Lincoln. Like his acting, I seriously think he should have been nominated at one point. But the, uh, yeah, it's sad because it's returning to its creepiness, the horror element, and there are a lot of things that finally were feeling this threat and there's more of a mystery. There's some good stuff coming out in February. There, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. Uh, Some movies, but... We haven't found a lot of novels or uh, for music. There's a 2019. We'll have we'll have a lot of stuff. There's going to be a lot of good music coming out. Just not. I couldn't find anything in February that I wanted to slap on this list. I think that the Rock on Tours will end up releasing, dropping their album out of nowhere, and you'll you, be the first to download. You can see if you're listening to this, but I just had a huge eye roll. Eye roll because so Jack much White hurt me. Is overrated. Woo! And with that, where can you follow us online? Listeners, you can check us out on Twitter at Quality Check Pod or on Instagram at Quality Check Podcast, or you can email Drew your <laughs> lengthy response to this short episode at Quality Check Podcast at gmail.com. Why would they email me? Because I just want to get into this nice long conversation with you that I can't write at all on Twitter. I could on Instagram. About what? Jack White? Yes, and other movie facts. I got to ask you your trivia because you love trivia, movie trivia. So don't forget to rate and subscribe to us. Also, this upcoming episode, which will be released on Tuesday, February 5th, we will be watching Velvet Buzzsaw and we'll also rewatch Nightcrawler. Jake Gyllenhaal, Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy, let me get that right. Are you excited for him? Yes. 
I believe I am. Get ready, film fans, because we're going to be stalked by Jake G. Quality Check is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcast at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA.